Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I have the amazing Sabrina with me, who it's funny because she's the first person that I ever heard call herself an audio influencer. And I'm like, hell yeah, I love that. And I'm an audio influencer too. So I'm freaking like honored to have her sitting with me. And we're going to just talk about all the things. So Sabrina, introduce yourself. Tell us all the things. Oh my God. Hi, Danielle. Thank you so much. It's funny that you say that because the only reason I started saying that was because we were in all of these influencer rooms on TikTok, a TikTok on Clubhouse. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm an influencer. I'm an influencer. And then I came and said, hi, I'm a podcaster. And I was like, that doesn't sound cool. Like all these people are like, I'm a TikTok influencer. And I was like, I'm a podcaster. And I was in this other random room and somebody said like, well, podcasters are audio influencers. And I'm like, that is my new term. I am now an audio influencer. That is what I do. <laughs> I'm No, then, I'm like, like literally obsessed, obsessed. Right? Yeah. I should change my bio though on like Instagram or something. But hi everyone. Very excited to be here with Danielle. She's a great, great person, super sweet, nice, great style. (laughs) Um, I am the host of Fraser Podcast. So it's a podcast for millennials and underdogs still figuring life out. Um, Up until a week ago, I used to be a podcast coach, but thanks to actually Clubhouse, I realized that people go to me for confidence and motivation and all of the things. So I'm now transitioning into confidence coaching. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. I just kept getting these people message me and be like, you inspired me. And like, I love your message. And I'm like, no one's talking about me helping them podcasting. Like what's happening. And so I just asked around some coaching friends and they were like, dude, I always come up to you. Like if I'm feeling sad or down or whatever, because you'll motivate me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I found my new niche. I'm just going to do podcast coaching. I mean, podcast confidence coaching, you know? It's very true. You have that energy and you're just so, you are positive and you always like bring light to everybody that you um, touch. But I want to go with the whole clubhouse topic because a lot of people that I've been interviewing are from clubhouse and it's been really incredible with connections that I've had and just what you said with the shifting of your business because of the app. So let's talk about that. Like you were so focused in building this podcast core, like course and like helping people launch their podcasts. You just said how like you shifted, but like what, like what happened there? Like what kind of clicked? Yeah. 
So it's actually been a one year kind of like discovery thing. So last year I started uh, doing branding. That's how I first started my business right when the pandemic hit. I was like, okay, Sabrina, well, you've studied branding before. You did that for a living. You work there. You know how to create these brands and everything. Just do that as your business. You're good at it and you like it. (laughs) And so I did. I had a couple of clients, which were nightmare clients, but I was making money off of it. And then at one point I was like, okay, I don't want to do done for you services anymore. I'm going to become a coach. And the minute I said that, like nobody wanted to hire me. I was miserable creating branding content and I was just like struggling. And I always felt like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I had already started my podcast by then and hired a coach. I think it was like in August. Mm -hmm. And all I kept saying was like, oh yeah, like my business, whatever. But like, I need to grow my podcast. And like, they would ask me something and I'd say, yeah, but I need to get more listeners. Until one day my coach, she was like, Sabrina, all you can talk about is podcasting. Do you even care about your branding business? And I'm like, well, ideally I'd love to make money off my podcast. And they were like, well, become a podcast coach if you love it. So that was the first thing that took me to there. And I did get clients, you know, I had like five, six clients. It was going well for a while. And then I was like, it's not working. No one wants to hire me. You know, like people keep saying, oh, it's expensive, even if it's like a thousand dollars or less. And then I raised my prices because this whole mindset thing of, well, people don't want to hire people that they're cheaper than what they actually charge. Right. So if you're a person and you're like, I charge $5,000 and here comes I with like, oh, it's $900. They'll be like, no. So I raised my prices and it was just not working. I was struggling. You know, the people that I helped were like, this is amazing. This is epic. Anyone should hire you, but it was just not working. So it was part mindset that I realized. And also part when I first got onto clubhouse, this is like how the whole full circle comes through. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. Don't know what I'm going to do on the app. A lot of people have different opinions. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to have fun. And so unconsciously, I was trying to move away from this podcast coaching thing because Danielle, I have done, I think maybe four rooms on podcasting in my first month here in pod, on Clubhouse, yep. literally like four. And one is a weekly room that I just started doing. And all of the other places that I've gone in are, have either been social media or like boosting confidence. And when I'm up on stage and talking to people, I would never go and say, here's the strategy if you want to get more guests or like, here's the strategy to start a podcast. Like I would constantly say, you know, lean into your message and like everyone needs to hear from you and like your epic and stuff like that. And so I was talking to my assistant the other day and she was like, so how's it going? Do you have clients? like, no, I'm struggling. People just keep telling me they don't have the money. And then they come back like a month later and they say that I inspired them. And so in speaking about all these things, she's like, well, that's the freaking problem. You don't even care about doing the podcast coaching. You spend your entire day talking about confidence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, okay. I see. That makes sense. And so that's kind of like how the whole thing happened. No, I love that. I love that. And like for those Cause like, I know for me, that's kind of what happened with me is I pivoted during COVID. Like I was furloughed from the job, my job. And then I kind of had a pivot. I was like, I need to make money. So I started my virtual styling business and I decided to take the leap and create my podcast. So I guess, could you give those women out there? Cause I know a lot of ladies listen to my podcast, um, some tips on if they're in that mindset of, I'm thinking of, I love what I do, but I'm thinking of pivoting into something else. Like what kind of tips could you give them? Oh, that's a great question. So the first thing I would say is really check in with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference between doing something 
because you like it and making money. So for example, for us as podcasters, I live for making their podcast. Like I absolutely love talking to people. And like, whenever someone messages me and they like, I want to be a guest, I'm like, yes, let's go. And sometimes I'll jump literally this past month from like clubhouse to podcast to like another zoom meeting and whatnot. And yes, I'm tired at the end of the day, but it's just like, oh, I learned from these guests. You know, I heard this incredible story. If I felt like crap before and now I feel good about myself. And so I love doing that. In an ideal world, I would love to be making millions or whatever support myself from the podcast. But let's be honest here. It takes a while to build that, right? Everyone's like, I want to be Joe Rogan. Cool. He started in like 2013, like 2003, sorry. He's been like almost 20 years at it, right? Like <laughs> right. It's, it's a long time. And yeah, he's making the millions because he was the first one. So we will eventually get there. But I was like, okay, Sabrina, you need to think about what it is that you like to do. So that's one thing. Really consider, are you doing it because you're good at it and you can make money off of it? Or are you truly passionate? Mm. And I think the secret with entrepreneurship and to not lose that spark. And I think even Lewis House at that one point, he was like, Find something that you're both good at. You don't necessarily have to be great at it, but that you're good at and you have a passion for it. Because if you're passionate, you're going to want to keep learning. You're going to want to keep improving. You're going to want to become the best eventually, and it's going to drive you, right? So that's one thing. And then the other tip that I would give is no one really cares if you change. Like, I think that's my biggest hang up. It's like, oh my God, I told you guys I'm a brander and now I'm like turning into podcasting. How awkward. And I even caught myself this week. I was talking to a friend, a good friend of mine who was one of my previous coaches. And I was telling her, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's like, I'm starting over. This sucks. And she's like, you're not starting over. Everything you've done so far has turned you into like what you are right now. She's like, you said it yourself. Your podcast gave you the confidence to speak up, to be like, I'm a badass, even when you didn't feel like a badass. If you didn't coach those people and you didn't figure out, okay, what do I like about this? Oh, I like when, you know, their whole demeanor changes and now they're like, I'm a badass. I can do this. I want to go through a live. Like that's what, you know, gets me going, right? When I see a client and I didn't realize this before, it's when I see a client and they go from, well, yeah, like, okay, my story has to be told, but like, oh, I don't know, like no one's going to hear me. And then when they go from, yes, like I have listeners and like, it's amazing. People are messaging me. And so I think really just don't concentrate on what other people think about you, because in the end, they're not the ones that pay your bills and they're not the ones that make you smile day in and day out. Right. Yes. Say that for the people in the back for sure. And I think that's like a huge deal for everybody. And even, even when you're going through your journey and you think that you're like, um, that you're setting your goals and you're like, you're, you're going for that thing, but you still have those moments of quote unquote imposter syndrome or, so I just love what you said in regards to just like, no one's going to care. Like, let me just do this shift. No one is going to care. So I just love that. And, um, And also no one really knows you. There's this story. Mm. I don't know where I heard it, but it just like marked me forever because there's this celebrity and I I don't, I'm not even going to attempt to say what celebrity is because I can't remember, (laughs) but basically it's like this huge celebrity and they were asking him, you know, like, how does it feel to be the most famous person on the planet or whatever? And this person said, well, I'm not, no one really knows me. Like I went the other day, he went to like a random country and he was like, nobody knew who I was. And then I came back to my country and I'm like this God and people just like kiss my feet. And so he's like, 
this person was saying that their biggest idol, well, the person that they met was saying that this biggest idol was like Prince or whatever. And they didn't know who was standing next to them, right? Like, let's just say it was Brad Pitt, right? Like this kid was saying, oh, I want to meet Prince. That's the only amazing person. And here comes Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt's just like, do you not know who I am? And so the lesson that I always (laughs) take from that is, even if you think people know who you are, nobody really, like not everyone on the planet knows you. I, you're like, you're dropping gems, as they say. <laughs> no, it's so, so, so true. Um, and I think then like a couple of final questions that I have for you is when we talk about confidence and um, when, you know, there, cause there's, that, that's a, like a big word for a lot of people because it's, it's hard to build up to that confidence um, yeah. bracket, as they say. And I think like, what are some tips that you can give for those people that are just going through that? Cause I know for me, I am obsessed with personal development. Like that has been a game changer for me. Um, but what kind of things have been like a game changer for you in regards to confidence, like building up that confidence? Ooh, Okay. So I'm not going to steal your answer, but definitely personal (laughs) development has been one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, I recently got into mindset and manifestation work because I just realized that, you know, even if I'm not living my dream life right now, I can still manifest it. And there's reasons why I'm not, but I think the biggest shift for me has honestly happened through the past year and things that I've done is just constantly put myself out there and challenge myself. So one of the first things that really helped me feel much better about myself was just like own my insecurities. Mm. And I know that sounds super hard to do, but believe it or not, I had a horrible skin for like the longest time. I had a bad acne. You know, I talked about it on one of my podcast episodes. I actually confessed because one time I had this like huge cyst on my face and I told everyone that it was a bee sting because I was so embarrassed to say that it was a cyst because people would be like, oh, she's dirty, you know, or like to just say that it's like pus or whatever it is. So I, I confessed on air. I was like, it was actually never a bee sting. So if you knew me back then and I told you that it was just because I was awkward. And so I started doing stories without that much makeup on. And I was just like, you know, I'm tired of being perfect. I'm tired of showing you guys like the highlights. I actually mm-hmm. want to show you like mm-hmm. I'm crying or if I feel like sad or if I feel like I've gained weight or whatever, because it's just so exhausting to try to play this part of my life is amazing and I'm always happy. And so the minute I stopped doing that was the minute where I kind of felt a little freer. And I see it nowadays when I compare it to my mom, you know, in Mexico where she's from and where I grew up most of my life, it's a lot about appearances. It's a lot about, you know, my grandma always says, I can't leave the house without makeup. She's like 95, like no (laughs) one's looking at her and yet she'll still like wear her lipstick. Right. And so I grew up in that kind of culture and just the thought of going online without makeup was like, no, a big big no, no, could never do that. And then when I started doing that, it was just like, I can actually just come here and just show up and be myself. And like, life is great. And like, there's no problems. I don't have to play this act. And people relate to that even more because Danielle, I got a bunch of messages the first day that I actually recorded stories. And I was like, guys, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I haven't figured my stuff out. I'm actually kind of sad because I don't have a job and my business is not growing, whatever it is. Um, And so I went on the stories and I had a couple of people that knew me in my past lives or jobs or whatever that messaged and said, 
you know what, this is so refreshing to see from you because I don't hate you anymore. Like I secretly Mm. used to hate you because you had like this seemingly perfect life. You know, you like lived in Paris, you traveled, you had like these model friends because you were in fashion and this and that. And then seeing you that has it, seeing you that, you know, is not as skinny all the time, seeing you that is struggling with all these things actually made me not hate you. And I was like, out but like like, thank you for that yeah that's the number one thing to gain confidence is just truly honestly accept your flaws because if you're okay with it doesn't matter who comes and tell you like oh you're a troll or like you're fugly you're gonna be like well I mean yeah I know like what what else is new it's like that tiktok that like uh I see it all the time like the girl's like you're ugly Uh, yeah and what you're ugly Okay, like it was, it, it was, it's a great, like it, it, I think it's a TikTok that's viral, but it's still perfectly, like what you just said is what it was. And I, I love that. It's so true. It's like so I true. had ex boyfriends, you know, tell me, oh, your smile is horrible. And I was traumatized for years. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to get lip injections. And then the minute I was like, I'm actually insecure about my smile, but like, who cares? Here it is. It was the day where I was like, if someone comes and tell, tells me that my smile is ugly, I'm just going to be like, cool. I'm happy about it. Like what I can't do anything about it. You know, I think that would be my number one tip. The best, the best tip. Um, and lastly, where can everybody find you? Like give all the social media stuff, like give your podcast, all the things where they could find you and I'll put it in the show notes, but share, share, share. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. So I'm on Instagram and on clubhouse as that girl, Sabrina. Unfortunately, someone has a handle on TikTok. So my TikTok handle is that girl, Sabrina without an A, (laughs) Uh, really awkward, but she's not responding to her messages. And you can go listen to my podcast. It's called pretty sure podcast and it's available everywhere on every platform. I release two episodes a week, sometimes three. And yeah, I would love to have your like input. If you listen to it, send me a message. I'd love to know this. Go follow Danielle and I on Clubhouse. You know, we have really cool talks and we talk to great people. And I have some fun on my Instagram. I do weekly lives and stories and everything. So yeah, I would love to connect with you all. And I was about to say this is Sabrina and I'm done speaking. So you can definitely <laughs> come back. We've been on podcast for too long. Um, and I was also going to, before we end this entirely, I want you to share how important it is for podcasters, like for people who are listening to it and like are really enjoying it. How, how important is you like, like posting reviews because oh my God. I know yeah. for me, I love getting the DMs saying how much that, that episode has changed my life or because I've gotten them, but I'd love a little review. So why don't share real quick why the reviews are so important for podcasters yes oh my god okay so the reviews are mostly important so people can discover you Mm. right there's a lot of people that say oh the more your reviews you get the more you'll be discovered that's not actually proven but the reason why people say like please leave me a review is because the more reviews you have the more legit your podcast is right so if someone finds it by accident and they're like oh this person has five reviews uh, I don't, I'm not entirely sure it's that good. Like, why would I spend my time listening it versus if you see they have 30, 50 or a hundred, you're like, well, okay. How many people like these people love it? Like why, why wouldn't I love it? I'm going to go take a look at it. Right. Yeah. Most importantly, it makes us feel good about the content that's coming out because yeah, you can send us a message. We love that, but just seeing it there for immortality, it's like, 
you know, you're feeling down, you go through your reviews and you're like, oh my God, these people like my podcast. Okay, I'm going to continue. So that's really it, you guys. Go leave Danielle a review. (laughs) This podcast is amazing. She's had great people on the show. So just give her some love. And of course, leave Sabrina a review as well. And if you enjoyed this episode, please tag us. Share it in your stories. We will DM you. We love, you know, when when those things happen because it just knows that, like, it just shows that people are listening to what we have to say because we both created podcasts, not just for us, but for other people that are going through the journey of whatever topic we're talking about. So again, Sabrina, I just love you and I appreciate you for taking the time. And thank you for having me here. And also a little side note, Danielle is going to be on my podcast too. So you learned about me today. Next time you're going to learn about her. So feel free to check that out. She'll let you guys know. Yes. I can't wait. And I will see you on Clubhouse, Sabrina. I'll see you in the next room, Daniel. (laughs) 